Well, that stunk. The Florida Panthers drop game one of their best of seven series to the Tampa Bay Lightning by a final score of four to one Tuesday night at FLA Live Arena. On this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, we'll be bringing in Jacob Winans on this edition of the show to talk about this four to one loss against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Let's do this. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to this Wednesday, May 18th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Ramon Devales from PantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MonoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Don't forget to also follow the national show Lockdown NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. They'll be covering all the postseason activities around the National Hockey League. This sucks. This one, this one is uh this one is a tough one to swallow because mostly the Florida Panthers throughout this game five on five uh played better for the first really 35 minutes of the game. And of course, even five on five in the third period, the Tampa Bay Lightning put on a clinic, which the Tampa Bay Lightning weren't playing in a track meet for the Florida Panthers. Sure, the Panthers got their rush chances early, especially on their first two penalty kills. But of course, 14 minutes of penalty infraction minutes are going to hurt you. Six power play opportunities where they convert on three of them. And recurring themes from last year where the Tampa Bay Lightning, where they went 80%, excuse me, 40%, 8 of 20, excuse me. And then the last regular season game against the uh, against the lightning they it, it looks similar to that and then game 1 we saw that as well and it's a it's a, it's a, it sets some alarms for this Florida Panthers team so let me just bring in my guest uh Jacob Winans here uh on this Winans Wednesday edition of the show Jacob, we haven't had to talk about much losses this season as you had when you've been on the show, but this one set a whole bunch of alarms. Uh, I know it's only game one, but it, it set a it set a, a big one for this Florida Panthers team. Yeah, definitely. Uh, first, I want to thank you for having me on tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, like I was saying before that we before we went on uh, went before we went live, I'm not one who who likes to push the panic button super early in a series, especially after game one. Um, we lost game one to Washington and came back and won that series in six. So it, it's not this is not a team where we can give up on them after after getting in an early hole. But um, this one does feel a little different than the the game one of the last series. Uh, it's hard to find any positives out of this one. It, it's just, uh, it, to me, it, it's it's a massive, just a huge missed opportunity. Um, Tampa did not play well. They they really didn't. 
the the first period they they were slow they were flat it was turnovers all over the place um tampa was as honestly they, they were barely physical at all uh from what we're used to seeing from them it, it it seemed like a chance to for the panthers to beat up on a tired and slow team right now at times kucherov looked like he was going at half speed and keep in mind this is a team that was missing Braden point tonight um and then also lost eric chernak along the way so it there is there was a massive open door for the Panthers to run through and grab this series 1-0. And they completely gave it away with the exact same mistakes they made last season, taking undisciplined penalties, uh, ending up in the box. The penalty kill was was atrocious. Um, no one blocking shots, um, completely out of position most of the time. Uh, the chances they did get offensively, no one wanted to shoot. Um, it, overpassing, which has plagued the team for years. And then the power play again, just out of sync and it, it just it's just not working so it was you know uh, just a lot of negatives tonight and it's, it's a tough way to start the series but uh all that is still to say it is one zero and it's still a long way to go um plenty of time to correct things but they do have a lot to correct yeah and you think about some of the penalties that the panthers commit you know there a lot of them most of them were just out of position, unforced errors. You you talk about, especially there was one penalty, especially on Mackenzie Weger, where he was at the right at the point, doesn't make an adjustment when he's receiving a pass and just allows Nikita Kucherov to have the steal, not not seeing him at all, and then gets the holding of the of the stick penalty, of excuse me, the hook on Nikita Kucherov. And that was just I, I don't know. I don't know if he was just looking dead set at the puck or if he, if he was looking anywhere in his peripherals when, when that, when that turnover happened going the other way towards the end of the, towards the latter part of the second period and Ben Sherratt, uh, a play after the whistle, even though that ended up being four on four. And I know you were at the game in person, Jacob, but the broadcast mentioned that Ben Sherratt was very lucky that that wasn't a double minor for for the headbutt, but it was more of I, I I wrote the term the term down. Uh, it was more of a he described it more as a bob than it was a than it was a headbutt. So Ben Chirac could uh, maybe face some discipline from the league office as well after that after that penalty, but just after what we saw from Darnell Nurse in round one against the Los Angeles Kings bench rock can't be taking a penalty like that. And, and it, 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 and it set the tone right away within the first 27 seconds of this game. Mackenzie Weger has a, as a tripping call against Palat too. So it was really from the start that just the undisciplined play of this Panthers team, just, it, it was from the start. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it, it's been a broken record this so far this playoffs, which is, has been really discouraging. But um, Mackenzie Weger again just did not have a good game. Um, he takes a penalty and his in, in the opening shift of the game cannot do that, uh, especially a trip in the offensive zone. I mean, there's just no excuse for that. And then um, it, it, he he takes another one. He's one on one against Kucherov, and and just play he plays the body horribly. I mean if I don't understand. Personally, I, I don't want to rake any players over the coals too much, but Uyghur has got to be better in those situations. He's one-on-one -on -one with Kucherov, and 
uh, it, it just seemed like he was flat footed, didn't really make an effort to, to stay with his hips and, and just kind of grabs onto him with the stick. Um, that was, that was undisciplined. Uh, Uyghur had a really rough game, made some bad plays with the puck. Um, the Forsling penalty late in the game, I thought that was, that was dicey. It seemed like Kalorn ran into him. Um, the Sherratt penalty was very undisciplined, even though it only res- resulted in a four on four. You just, especially a veteran with his kind of experience, you cannot do that. Um, it's borderline. It could, it could result in, in much larger discipline um, if he does that any harder. And there, there's no excuse for that. And then, um, yeah, I mean, Tampa definitely took some undisciplined penalties themselves. Uh, Ryan McDonough in particular, the hit on Achari was, was dirty. Um, and, and that put them, that put them in, a, in a hole late in the game where we had a chance to get it even. But um, we, we just... Uh, we, we took penalties and and did not capitalize on the chances that were given to to the Panthers and it's that's what you get against a, a championship caliber team I mean if you're not going to capitalize on those chances and then you're also going to be undisciplined this is the result you're going to get mm-hmm. and we said it many times stay out of the box stay out of the box stay out of the box against this Tampa Bay Lightning team that is the key I mean, I mean and and the power play struggled against. I mean, we also got to give credit uh, credit to the Tampa Bay Lightning penalty kill as well. I mean, Toronto's power play struggled against the Tampa Bay Lightning as well in round one. So there that 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 just this is this is. But when you do get the man advantage, you got to find a way to to convert. And every sing, almost every single the the Florida Panthers were talking about it in their presser after the game, talking about. They need to shoot. They need to shoot the puck more. Too much pass happy. The the Tampa Bay Lightning were getting in the passing lanes. The Panthers every time they were trying to squeeze one in, just hoping that and they and they and, and they block shots. They they had key block shots on on our power play opportunities, and that's something that the Panthers penalty kill has been missing. Um, I, I have to give Tampa credit on their PK. They, they were diving in front of shots to block them. And it was, it was all night. Every chance the Panthers had on the power play, someone was diving to block a shot. And it, when it comes down to effort, if you're losing the effort battle, you're going to lose the game. If the other team is, is, is going to give that extra 10% on a play, 100% is not good enough. And you're going to lose the game. Mm-hmm. And, and let's consider, let's consider this, that, in the very beginning of the game, the Florida Panthers were uh, were finding a way to take the puck away from the Tampa Bay Lightning, and yeah. and just and and the Tampa Bay Lightning were also not playing a track meet with the Florida Panthers. They even said it so many times on the broadcast that this is the Florida Panthers are not a team that you want to be in a track meet with. And of the seven games that we've seen in this postseason for the Panthers. There's really only been one game that the and that the there has been a, a real track meet, and that was Game Four against the Washington Capitals, where there it was they doubled the amount of shots that the Panthers had, and so many odd man rushes going the other way for the Cats. Really, in these seven games, we haven't really seen the Florida Panthers really command that pace that the that they've been wanting to do, and the Tampa Bay Lightning they they have really found a way to dictate the pace early on. I know the Florida Panthers uh had most of the possession five on five but there still weren't really bodies right in front of the net as well making Vasilevsky uncomfortable so that's really the issue really even even when the Panthers are five on five and controlling that possession yeah for sure that's something that that I was seeing tonight 
Um, the Panthers did get a handful of rush chances, and they were all dangerous when they did. Um, and they mostly came off of Tampa turnovers. Um, it, as we know, that you're not going to get a ton of rebounds and things like that from Vasilevsky, although tonight was a little bit higher uh, in second-chance opportunities than you usually see from him. So capitalizing on rush chances is huge if the Panthers are going to make make a, a splash here in the second round. And the, the few chances they got, they, they just didn't capitalize on. Um, Vassi made a couple of big saves. I counted two real game-changing saves in that one for him. Uh, one was on the Sam Bennett chance in the first period, and then uh, another on Claude Giroux late in the game. But other than that, they didn't really test him off the rush. And it's, again, it, it comes back to effort. So the, the way I kind of saw it was the, the rush chances, they never had a chance to get going because the Panthers aren't able to roll their lines. When you're in the box so much, you cannot roll your lines. So you're not able to get into the flow of the game. You're not able to roll the lines and send, send your attack at them in waves. That's how you open up a defense and, and get those rush chances. And they're shooting themselves in the foot by, by being in the box so much. So that's, that's problem number one. And then problem number two is the passing and, and, and the, the schematics of it the passes are off. It's sloppy. Um, players aren't moving their feet. And, and then there's just a lot of overpassing. It, it kills your, your own rush when you do things like that. So they, they have to, it, it really boils down to effort, honestly, uh, when it comes to the, to the rush chances. If you want to dictate the pace, you got to move your legs. And too many guys are, are just not, are not moving. They're, they're, they're really stagnant right now. And it's just not what we're used to seeing from them. Mm. And even and even the few times that we did see rush chances, uh, we saw Forsling with a great uh, um, stretch pass to Barkov gets kind of through the defense, but that that shot was in the high slot with no traffic in front. It's going to be hard to get something like that past Vasilevsky as well. As great as a as great of a pass that was to from Forsling to Barkov, and we 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 spoke about it as well with 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 uh, Barkov um, being a little silent, but. Let's actually talk about that more in the second segment and talk about more about the power play because that is really the that's really the topic of conversation when it comes to the Panthers right now. But uh, we're, we'll talk more about that in the second segment. But first, we're going to tell you all about Rock Auto. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders parts on their computer choosing only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solutions to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car and truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Second segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on this Winans Wednesday edition of the show. I'm Armando Velez. I got Jacob Winans here on here. And thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. Make sure to make your next listen of the day Locked On Now podcast. It's nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So, Jacob. Let's talk about that special teams, the the power play. 
Uh, of course, that five forward unit of the Panthers was really what carried them towards the end of the season. It, it was really hot when it went, especially on their 13 game winning streak, ended up being top five in the NHL on the man advantage. But man, over one on the on the man advantage throughout the postseason. And the worst part about it is that I'm not seeing any adjustments from the from the from the coaching staff on this. I get I get it. This is what got you here. But we've seen Andrew Burnett be aggressive with shaking up lines, his forward lines here and there, and even his defensive pairings. I wonder why that's not the case with the power play. What I, I don't know why that hasn't been the case. I mean, they started with Ekblad at first in the playoffs and then went back to that five forward unit. I think it's time to at least give Ekblad at least a try once again on that and on that power play. So I, I, I think I think that's what, what the Florida Panthers need to do. Uh, how, how about yourself? Yeah, honestly, the, the reason I think they haven't changed it is because zone entries have been clean, which is really odd for, for a team that that is having clean zone entries. It's really weird that they're not able to score because that's like the, the most challenging part of a power play is getting set up initially. So they're having an easy time getting into the zone. Um, the problem is once they're set up, nobody wants to take the shot. There's There's just no one shooting. The, the, there's sometimes traffic in front of the net. I've seen Reinhardt get in front of the net. I've seen Giroux even, um, but there's just no shots coming. And, and if, if you're not going to shoot, you cannot average like one or fewer shot on a power play and expect it to go in. It, you're going to have to get multiple chances, especially against this goalie. So if, if players are unwilling to shoot, then the power play, it doesn't matter who you put on the ice. It's just, they're just not going to score. You need to shoot. Um, and now I will say this, one of the things that we haven't even seen yet uh, Burnett hasn't even tried this and I, I've been screaming for this basically since the beginning of the playoffs I want Ekblad on the top unit with four forwards but why not let Barkov run point and let Ekblad set up in that Ovechkin uh, Ovechkin last Stamkos one-timer spot he if you think back to last year when we had Keith Yandel as the power play quarterback Ekblad was posted up in that spot and scored several goals from there on the power play that's that's how at the time of his injury he led all NHL defensemen in goals. It, it was it was shooting from that spot. So I really I'm at a loss for why we haven't even given that a chance. Um, Barkov ran the point with the five forward unit, and why not let Barkov run the point with the defenseman out there? Put Ekblad in that shooting spot and let him rip one timers. Uh, it, it, at, at this point, you're 0 for 21. What could you possibly have to lose in that situation? And um, I would argue that Barkov is, is a, a smoother, faster skater than Ekblad anyway. Um, so if, if something does get behind, I, I trust Barkov as the last man back. Uh, he's a Selkie finalist today. So, I mean, it, honestly, if, if the power play is going to stay 0 for 21 and, and nothing's happening because of a lack of shots, put your best one-time shooter, Aaron Ekblad, in the one-timer spot and let him shoot. <laughs> It seems like common sense to me, but I, I'm not in the I'm not in the dressing room, so I don't I don't know what uh, what conversations are being had. It's just um, you can't you cannot run yourself into the same wall and expect to break through without changing something. You gotta gotta change something because 0 for 21 right now it, it's it's killing the postseason if this continues. Yeah, and with it's funny because that was such a different power play unit uh, than with with Keith Yandel running the point and then 
Patrick Hornquist was on power play one last year and then getting right. accumulated that with Sam Reinhart in the mix, Claude Giroux with the mix in the mix as well. So this, I mean, just with, with this team, with this team being really together for the first time to, for the first time in the postseason, with, of course, with adding Ekblad and Giroux playing together as well. I, I, I get, I can understand why Andrew Burnett white might not want to go in that direction, but you're down 0-1, and there is you cannot can not lose game two. No way in hell that you can. We we saw what happened last season. Game one was there for the taking for the Florida Panthers last year. They they coughed it up in the final minute. The this one was really not in the final minute, but really in the last in the last 25 minutes that the really the wheels fell off of the Florida Panthers and. And still, and really, it was just a chain reaction when it came to when it came to one penalty after after the other, and just not giving yourself a chance, like you said earlier, to get to get a little bit of zone time in the offensive zone to run out your lines and to get a little bit of a feel of the game as well. That's really what it comes down to. To, and and listen, I I I, I didn't hear nervous. I didn't hear anything about nerves. In in the of after the game, so we've been through seven games of these now. There should at this point in time in the playoffs, it, it, it goes down to going out there. You're get you're in the groove of 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 the postseason now. Now it's time to just make make it happen with the power play. And if it if it means putting Ekblad in that one timer spot to have have him rip him over there, so be it. Because like you said, the that that. With Reinhardt having 13 power play goals in the regular season um, and creating screens in front of the net or tip-ins, what do you got to lose? I agree. Um, I, I think the way the power play worked last year, Hornquist was in that Reinhardt spot right in front of the net, and Ekblad was, was shooting shots from that one-timer spot. We haven't seen what that looks like with Ekblad as the one-timer man and Reinhardt in front of the net. I think Reinhardt is probably one of the best in the league at, at scoring off those deflections um if you can you, but he can't score if no one is getting the puck to the net so if we can get barkov on at the point let him feed ekblad on the one-timer spot you have huberto on the opposite end and Giroux in the bumper area Giroux can shoot he can pass he can stick handle in tight quarters put him in the middle of it all huberto on one wing barkov at the point and and let ekblad be the focal point feed ekblad he will. He's he's not afraid to shoot. He's going to shoot that puck. He's going to get one timers. And Reinhardt is right in front of the net. He can tip it or clean up the rebounds. But Reinhardt, our leading power play goal scorer, has been completely neutralized simply because no one is getting the puck to the net where he does his work. Um, it, it, something's got to change. They, they either if you're going to stick with the same unit, you got to start firing the pucks. But um, I personally think Ekblad needs to be on that one-timer spot, and and that'll be the key to getting pucks into into the the crease area. Mm-hmm. And the worst part about this is, like we spoke about earlier, Braden Point didn't play, so they went eleven F seventy. Chernak uh, went out after blocking a shot, and there's no update um, from John Cooper on Eric Chernak and Cal Foot uh, is minutes. His got his minutes got reduced towards the later part of the game. So John Cooper went with five defensemen mostly throughout the the rest of the game, and the and the Panthers still couldn't found find a way to 
pull this one out. So, of course, we're not going to know the severity of injuries. Um, like Tom Tom Wilson there in the last series, there's no way that he was going to come back in this one. So we don't even know what the Florida Panthers are going to have, whether they're going to see a Braden point on the other side of things, even for our side of things, Mason Marchment as well. So the the Panthers got to find a way. It, it's a it's a must win game two at FLA Lab Arena Thursday and, and, night at 7 p.m. And you know, as far as far as Chernak's injury, um, it did it didn't look great when he when he blocked that shot. It looked like he was really really struggling. Um, so whether he's in the lineup or not uh, on Thursday, I don't think you see him at 100. percent But I will say this: there is a big opportunity on that right side of their defense. Um, Bogosian did not look good tonight. Um, Jan Ruda did not look good tonight. And then uh, they've tried Sergachev on his offside. He probably led their team in turnovers, if, if I had to guess. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but, man, he was loose with the puck. So that right side of the defense, there's opportunity there. If, you, if, if, you get, if they can get pucks deep, I know that's cliche, if they can get pucks into that, into that side of the ice, if they can generate some rush chances, speed up that wing, there, there are opportunities there. They, they, they really, they need to look in that area, in that area of the ice, look in that direction, because the, the chances are going to be there if they, if they just direct their focus on that, on that weakness of the, of the Lightning right now. They don't have many weaknesses, but that is definitely one. Mm. Definitely something the Florida Panthers are hoping to expose um, in the next game, and more importantly not take penalties. But we're going to talk about more about that and, and more in the next segment. But first, we're going to tell you all about Built Bar. And honestly, Jacob, I might need a Built Bar after uh, that kind of performance by the Florida Panthers uh, to uh, to uh, keep me uh, hopefully energized for game two. And, and of course, maybe the Florida Panthers might need a Built Bar as well to keep yeah. them energized. Give me, a, give me a churro one. I need, I need a churro one tonight. <laughs> Definitely. And, uh, but... So right now, Built Bar has uh, these amazing birthday cake puffs, right? I got one right here right here next to me. And imagine dipping your finger into a classic tub of birthday cake frosting and opening your eyes and realizing it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received mine, and I have never had anything like this before. They're available right now. We can't promise that they'll be there tomorrow. So get them today at Built.com. If you haven't tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a secret because that's what friends do. Chocolate-covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious-flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. Make every day your birthday with Bilt's birthday cake puff. Bilt has gotten the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake enrolled in 100% white chocolate and added sprinkles. Go to Bilt.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Third and final segment of this live edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast on this Winans Wednesday edition of the show. I'm Armando Lez. I got Jacob Winans here. Uh, so far, scores around the league only with, with these being in the uh, second round of the playoffs. Not many games going on, uh, just two now. So right now, Colorado is leading St. Louis 2-1 to one with 3.43 left in the second period. And good news for South Florida sports fan, even though... The my uh, the Florida Panthers dropped the ball in Game One. Right now, with less than six minutes left, the Miami Heat are leading the Boston Celtics by by a score of one hundred five to ninety two in Game One of the Eastern Conference Finals. So one one team is showing up right now for in the South Florida region. But 
Jacob, let's go back to uh, the Panthers. And in in the middle in the middle of that ad read, I got a little bit. I I, I was thinking a little bit for this Florida Panthers team, and just if if they continue to play five on five the way they do, and stay out of the penalty box, I think I'll be more, of course, encouraged going into game two on it being a closer matchup, a a tight maybe tie game going into the third period going in going into the next game and hey uh just being in better positions for for this team not of course multiple high sticks like we we talked about the shrot penalty earlier and just again the mission for the panthers is just to stay out of that box in the first place and just you know you had a all in all one of the comments said uh by trey sarver um and a little bit of perspective one bad stretch of, of the game. And you think about 14 minutes of PIM, uh, 12 of them actually being down down a man. You you think about it, that's about, if my math is correct, whatever 12 divide, divided by 60 is, that's about uh, 15%. 15% of your time is spent with a man down. Uh, I'm going to do the the math right now to uh officially uh to officially uh uh actually 20 percent of, of the game you're you're spent um down a man so a fifth of the game jacob and a fifth of the game made that difference you take you take that part of the game and you and you don't let this tampa bay power play unit get on that man advantage I'll I'll be more encouraged with the with the Panthers going into it, going into game two, and just I know that's something that Bruno is going to talk about in the locker room. That's going to be something that they're going to watch tape in tomorrow, regardless of whether there's an optional practice or not. If there is an optional practice, Florida Panthers fans, I just want you to exhale in case there is one, because remember, at the end of the day, it's a seven game series, and that's. That I'm saying that not only for you guys, but I'm saying that for me, I'm saying that for Jacob, and I'm saying that for the rest of you guys as well. You clean up some of that, and hopefully, and we hopefully have a game too. Your thoughts on that, sir? Yeah. Um, again, as negative and, and as horrible as this game was, it's still just one zero. Um, we and, and the Panthers were in this situation just a couple weeks ago. Um, they, they are capable of battling out of this. They, they were in this situation and they came back from it. So we, as, as much as we may see red flags for what this series could become and, and what happened last year, it's still not, it's still not cause for panic. But um, I got an even more simple stat for you as far as the special teams is concerned. Um, like you said, it, spending 20% of your game shorthanded, you simply can't survive that way against Tampa. Uh, their stars did not look like stars until they were on the man advantage. Uh, Kucherov in particular, he, he was awful. Um, defensively, he was terrible. Gave up turnovers left and right. He was horrendous at five on five. But he makes his money as a power play specialist now. And, and that's really what he did in this game. Um, you, you can't survive that way. But uh, if you want the most simple way to look at it, um, the, the final score was four to one. We lost by three. They had three power play goals. We had zero. That is your difference. Cut and dry. Silver lining. That, that is, yeah, that, that's that's your difference right there. So um, it's 
special teams is where this series is going to be won or lost. Um, and, and I think we have the five on five advantage. So if you limit their chances, then I, I really don't see them keeping up with us at five on five. It's, it's, it, the ball is in the Panthers court right now. They, they have to stay out of the box. Yeah. And Kucherov on that goal, uh, Sorelli puts a screen on Bob. Uh, and of course, when Andrew Burnett challenges that, you have nothing else to lose when you're down by that much. I don't blame Andrew Burnett for challenging that, even though they lost that one. And the other one, Nikita Kucherov just puts breaks Aaron Ekblad's ankles, and then and then Bob has no chance as as uh, as uh, the rest of that was two on one, and Sherratt had no nowhere to go uh, on that one after Nikita Kucherov just beats Aaron Ekblad badly, and then gets it to Corey Perry to get that power play goal. And just, just uh, as of, as of right now, this is subject to change, of course. Right now, the Panthers are a little shell shocked by by what they saw in in game one and what they and and what they and how out of position they were. And you know what? You make adjustments. You you go back. You come back the next day, and and you make it happen for game two. I mean, after listen. After game two, if you find a way to win, you have two. You'll have two days off before that dreaded back to back in Tampa on Sunday and Monday. So protect home ice, protect home ice, protect home ice. That is the number one. That is the number one goal for for the Florida Panthers going into into game two. And really, if they find themselves down 0-2 again. They're not coming back. Uh, they, it didn't happen last time. It, we we were we had a, a little glimmer of hope when we saw Spencer Knight in net um, at, in Game Five, grab, grabbing that four-one win. But it wasn't going to it wasn't going to last long um, after that. But the 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 key last year was going down 0-2. It can't happen again. Yeah, Tampa's a team that's too experienced. Um, that if you if they take both of our our home games. There's no chance they take they lose both of their their home games. Uh, I would go as far as to say if we go down 0-2, I'm I'm pretty much banking on a sweep at that point. Um, I, I know that may be a little bit drastic to some, but uh, if you look back at last year, we were we were a, a Ryan Lomberg OT goal away from getting swept in that series. Um, it, it's it's that's how razor thin the margin is, and um, I. Thursday is as much of a must win as as any game they've probably ever played. Uh, you have to play Thursday's game like a game seven, because if you go in a 2-0 hole against this team, you, you are not coming out of it. it. It's just not it's just not realistic. Um, even if you go down 2-0 and, and happen to take one in Tampa, it, I, I don't think I don't think you get out of game five. Um, I, it, it could be over in a hurry if they don't win Thursday. So. Uh, that's not that's not to to say we're in panic mode right now. Um, check back with us again on Thursday on that. But um, it, it's 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 must win. Thursday is do or die. So it's um, you have to approach it. You have to approach it that way. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap, we before we do wrap up here, I, I do want to give a little credit to Anthony Duclair on his yes. goal today, um, being scratched in Game Six and then uh, finding a way to uh, to score in in Game One and. You know, I, I spoke about this in the chat that I'm sure that Andrew Burnett and Anthony Duclair had a one-on-one conversation right before, uh, right after game six and before game one. He even said it in practice yesterday at the ice den. 
that if Anthony Duclair skates like that, he's gonna he's gonna play. And you know, he got on the score sheet tonight. So and of course, even though that goal didn't count because it hit the net right behind, you know, it it, it was just still a pretty cool moment to see that maybe even though that didn't count it, that there was a little bit of maybe poss- possibly a confidence boost for Anthony Duclair because this is a better matchup for Anthony Duclair because it's speed for speed um, versus Washington. They're bigger bodies uh, and and they do uh, more traps. So hopefully uh, Anthony Duclair um, continues, uh, goes on a sort of streak, uh, which started in game one. So I'm hoping for that. But Jacob, tonight stunk. Uh, it, down 0-1 for the, for the Cats, lose home ice. But hey, we'll see what this team is really made of um, starting in, in game two, protect home ice and we'll, we'll reevaluate from, from there. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping the best for Nick uh, that he comes out uh, with, with a win yeah. and he joins the show on Friday because it's, it won't be a pretty episode of locked on Florida Panthers podcast uh, Thursday night going into Friday. But once again, I want to thank you for joining uh, me on this edition of the show as always on these wine and Wednesdays. So tell everybody where they can follow you and your work online. Absolutely. You can follow me at um, Jacob Winans 8 on Twitter. I'm pretty active on there. And you can find my work at pantherparkway.com. Yeah, definitely keep up with me in both of those places. And uh, yeah, like you said, we are on to Thursday. Absolutely. And um, well, hopefully we're in a better mood on Thursday. But uh, Jacob... Thank you once again. Yep. Thank you. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, where they'll be covering all the postseason activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listener of the day, make sure you're listening to today's episode of Locked On NHL. From first round matchups to each Stanley Cup kiss, Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez with Jacob Winans. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers Podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network. Support your team every day.